0: Welcome back, everyone, to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I am the Internet's D.
1: Stu the God, a.k.a. Dave. I'm the Internet's D. Lewandowski, a.k.a. Donnie. That's right. Yeah. How's it going? Oh, it's
0: going great. How about with you?
1: Going pretty well here. Got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about Megatomic Battle Rabbits. We're going to talk about the Mighty Thor. How to talk to girls at parties. I got a Walking Dead update, and uh, probably some other bullshit at the end. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, there's always the expectancy that there's going to be some bullshit thrown in.
1: Yeah, that's sh- expected. we usually have something going on, something a little extra. But let's get into it, though. Um, we'll, let's start with uh, Megatomic Battle Rabbit. This was, again, requested by at Stu Perrins on Twitter, and we read it. We read it from Comic hoss Comic Haas, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, so
0: thanks, thanks to Stu, Parents, and Comic Hass because they hooked us up with the uh, the trial membership there, so we could review it.
1: Well, they, yeah, they hooked us up with the review membership, so we'll be good even after the trial, which is cool.
0: Oh yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. So check them out; they have a lot of stuff on there.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna pick something for next week just from there. Just I figured, while well, we've got it, we should probably use it. But yeah we'll do that at some other time
1: they had a couple of things on there that sounded interesting they had army of darkness books so i think we'll read those at some point in the future yeah
0: there was there was a lot of that was piquing my interest
1: all right anyway though megatomic battle rabbit by Stu perrins who's the author who requested us to read this one so what'd you think of this one i liked it
0: see we're starting off with this one i'm gonna tell you why i think i liked it so much Okay it's because i read it immediately after reading the mighty thor. Uh-huh. And that mighty thor one was so bad i had to take like 3 breaks just to get through it. Oh, uh and then i immediately read this <laughs> afterwards and i was like, "Oh my god, what an amazing change of pace. <laughs> I love this one. It's so it's so effortless and like great compared to that."
1: Okay, well, i'll i'll save my comments for Mighty Thor for that part because <laughs> i got a lot of i got a lot of fucking thoughts about that book. But let's start with this one though. So this is about a alien rabbit garbage man who crash lands on earth and becomes friends with a young boy. It's kind of like, they, they kind of reminded me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but this this book uses a, a lot of narration. And the first thing the narrator says is, uh, according to Wikipedia, this this town is blah, blah, blah. I'm forgetting the town's name. But I'm wondering, who is this narrator who has to use Wikipedia? That was my first question.
0: We don't know yet. Maybe that's a big reveal later on down the road.
1: Maybe, who knows. A lot of books will use just narration, but this one doesn't seem like omniscient or anything. It seems like he's sitting on the internet talking about talking about Wikipedia and stuff. But let's see. So, anyway, the kid's name is Dexter and the rabbit's name is Bob they mentioned. Yeah. And what else do they have here?
0: Ooh, we're forgetting the most important character. Of this book,
1: Dave, or of this, th- yeah. The reason <laughs> I'm
0: going to automatically love this book immediately, regardless of anything, because there's a third character who we've yet to mention—the most important character, in my opinion, Dave, who is the uh, AI in his in the Bob spaceship, which stands for Digitally Advanced Visual Equipment.
1: I I knew you would like that character.
0: My I, I'm my name, Dave, is also an acronym.
1: Oh yeah, what does it stand for?
0: Her doesn't add much value ever em in my name is silent
1: <laughs> damn
0: yeah that's what my parents told me at least
1: <laughs> well you could just take out the much and then it works
0: oh yeah shit okay doesn't
1: add value ever yeah okay
0: <laughs> shit fuck yeah all right we'll go with that one <laughs> Uh, that was on the spot. I didn't really plan that one out at all. You were, but you
1: were <laughs> okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Can't
0: edit out the uh, random M.
1: <laughs> trying to trying to save your dignity a little bit. But yeah, we full, won't let you. <laughs>
0: God damn it! That's blue for reals right there.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, we'll leave it in. And Dave, Dave is talking about how people only do three things, which is eat, drink, and hurt each other. I think I could think of a few more things. Like fuck, that's one.
0: No, you're like, alright, so you're taking this as if it's like a normal, like, image comic book that we read all the time, where yeah. they're just like, <laughs> cursed throughout. This is yeah. clearly aimed for children. I, I know. So no, you're not going to include fucking in that description of things people do. Say like, kissing. It's clearly, clearly earmarked for, like, children.
1: Yeah, I know, but I still want to see fuck in there. Yeah, this is a book for children, I think, that we're reading. Uh, or we're reviewing with lots of swearing in here. Uh, this podcast is not for children, by the way.
0: Eh, that's, that's debatable. If you're a good parent who truly loves your child, you would let them listen to my sweet voice explaining curse words to them. Like, it, it's a learning lesson, is what it is. That's true. Like, you don't want them to be, like, picked on and bullied in school. You want them to have some, like, snappy comebacks, like, go fuck yourself, cunt. Like, yeah. Kids need to learn this at, like, an early age, like... The second they learn to talk. So, you're welcome, parents. You're welcome.
1: They also need to learn that people like fucking and making podcasts. That's another thing people uh, do.
0: No, I wouldn't <laughs> leave that in. I'm I children. Nah, no, that. No. <laughs> you're, you're taking us down like a oh, disgusting <laughs> path here. All okay. Right, no, 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 no.
1: Wait, wait, wait. This isn't abducted in plain sight. It's getting close to yeah. that. Whoops. The, okay. voice,
0: the voice from the talking screen box told me...
1: <laughs> mm. Oh man, that screen box! That movie was so <laughs> creepy, man. <laughs> it's fucking nightmares. All right. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, uh, Dave self destructed in the first issue.
0: Yeah, I know. RIP, Dave. I'm gonna yeah. miss him.
1: We gotta have a Viking funeral for Dave. Dexter has a friend named Henry, and Henry calls Dave Space Boy.
0: Yeah, he doesn't call. Dave Spaceboy. Oh he fuck! Calls... He calls
1: a uh, Dexter Spaceboy. Sorry, mixed yeah. up. Which reminded me of Umbrella Academy and how great that show was. <laughs> that's,
0: that's good. I, I liked his uh action figures. Like he had slightly, ever so slightly disfigured, like, but you could still tell like who they were. Like the Jabba the Hut was like a little bit more oddly shaped than normal. Yeah, he had like uh, Jabba the Hut, Han Solo, Spidey, Hulk, mm. and I. It, Think it was a Captain America. I'm not sure cuz the head was cut off, but I like that.
1: You weren't sure if it was Captain America? Was he red, white and blue? He was. Did he have a star on his chest?
0: Well, I mean, that's not 100%. Steve Rogers Captain America. It could have been a Captain Britain. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, true, yeah. That's right. He
0: does wear the red, white and blue.
1: Yeah, they they have the same colors over there.
0: It could have been the Sam Wilson, well, no, it wasn't Sam Wilson, but it could have been Sam Wilson Falcon Captain America.
1: Yeah, it could have been. What else do we have here? Okay, so I like that on the rabbit planet, they also have racism, and how the rabbit is aware of uh, racial stereotypes (laughs) against rabbits. So this is, I I know I'm over-analyzing everything, but I want to talk about this for a minute here. So Dexter is like, hey, do you like carrots? And the rabbit uh, said, well, I'll take a step back here. The narration said that they said this, which I think I I would rather just see them say this and have this exchange. I think it'd be better for comedy. You know, I thought that's where the narration was kind of taking away from the story. Like, for example, with this carrot thing, Dexter offers offers the rabbit carrots. The rabbit says, hey, that's racist to assume that uh, all rabbits like carrots. But I think it should go something like this. We can see them talking. And so Dexter's like, so do you want some carrots? And the rabbit's like, nah, man, that's racist. You, you shouldn't assume that all rabbits like carrots just because we're rabbits. Dexter's like, so so do you want the carrots? And the rabbit's like, yeah, I love carrots. Like something like this I think would be better. I'd, I'd like this exchange where, you know, maybe... You're over...
0: I think you're overanalyzing. I said this. I was overanalyzing this. <laughs> like for, for like a child, this is like dead-on perfect comedy. Because instead, the very next page, the very next panel is him eating a bowl of fucking Fruit Loops instead. Like, that's awesome. That's great comedy for like an eight-year-old kid.
1: yeah i do like fruit loops or or maybe another they're delicious another exchange could be like when they're running away later in the book dexter could be like hey can you uh can you jump over that building and the rabbit can be like nah man that's that's racist to assume that all rabbits jump high and dexter could be like so can you do it and the rabbit says yeah i can and then they do it like i i think i i don't know why i like these i like these uh conversations in my head that I imagine that they're having. Uh, eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one. What's another stereotype yeah, about rabbits? Oh, so Dexter could be like Hey, do you have a lot of uh do you have a big family? Like, do you have a lot of kids? And the rabbit can be like, nah, that's that's racist to assume that rabbits fuck like rabbits. And Dexter could be like, So do you have it? And then the rabbit could be like, yeah, I do. I think this works. I think I could write this. I think this would be fun to do this. Okay. I want to do like racial well, stereotypes for animals. All dogs can uh like sm- smell each other's asses or what do, what else do dogs do?
0: You tell me, you're the one making stereotypes for. Them.
1: I know. Oh, this is my my book is falling flat here immediately.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're already done.
1: Yeah, I guess I had the one half of a stereotype about a dog. So I can make a book out of that. I have a
0: couple notes on this. Okay. So, um Wait, so he so after he eats the cereal and they have their breakfast all right, so first of all, they wake up at six AM on a fucking Saturday. And there's no like parent who woke him up for this Saturday at six (laughs) AM. Like, what kid does that? Because he was up at like two in the morning when he found the rabbit hiding in uh the shed in his backyard. So how what like eight I I think the kid was twelve, I think he was twelve, but what twelve year old kid is up until like 2 in the morning, and then just happens to wake up at 6 a.m. the following morning for a non-school day. That's insane to me.
1: That is pretty insane. How, how old is Dexter in this book?
0: I think it's 12.
1: 12, okay, yeah, at 12 I think you're definitely not waking up at 6 a.m. Uh, I remember when I was really young, though, the Saturday morning cartoons, man. You used to wake up for that shit.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's that early. It's not six; it's gonna be it'd like be like eight it, or nine a.m. Yeah, yeah, it'd be more like Those? eight or nine.
1: Six is still too early, but yeah, I, was, I still remember waking up in the morning when I was a kid watching that Spider-Man: The Animated Series.
0: I like, um, I like the joke about taking a dump.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to talk about that. That Was my next fucking note too? Uh, what What do you say? Like he's, he's like, hey, wait a minute, wait here, rabbit. I got to take a dump, and the rabbit just waits in his room. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's like, I don't know what it is, what a dump is, or where you're going to take it to, but I'll uh, wait here, sure.
1: Yeah, I did like some of that stuff. That was, that was pretty good.
0: And then, and then another joke like that, similar uh, at the very end when they, the uh, uh, what was the lady's name, Priscilla? Shit, I think that's wrong. What was her name?
1: Oh uh, Miss Parker. I only remember her Parker last okay. name. Yeah. So when
0: her and Boyce uh like pull up and ask the kid and the rabbit. Who's in disguise if they've been if they've seen a giant animal that escaped, they're like, "Oh no, we haven't, and then uh Dexter mentions that they' they're lucky to find the costume for the rabbit to wear because his dad is a hoarder, yeah, and so he just explains to these guys, "Oh no, we've just been hoarding, saying it like it's a thing that people can't do and talk about normally. I thought that was hilarious, it
1: reminded me of that Rick and Morty where uh Jerry's in the simulation, and he turns on the radio, and they're like, "Well, here's." Human music. And then they just like play <laughs> <Yeah>. that thing. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. Uh also about that disguise, uh, and the hoarding, I want to talk more about these two points real quick. When he was looking for the disguise, I wrote in my notes, please just put a trench coat on the rabbit, like Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles. And then the next panel was like, Yeah, he fucking did that. That was good. Well played. I'm glad it was a trench coat. And then the other thing was like, is talking about how his dad's a hoarder, but I, th- I thought his uh his house was pretty clean. I don't think that was- I-, I saw a couple episodes of hoarders. That shit gets fucking nasty, man. I don't think his dad's well, really a hoarder.
0: Well, he might be. It- it's never mentioned. The dad is not seen at all, so maybe he has a He has a, like an apartment to himself because the parents are separated or something. Yeah, his mom was a dime piece. She's clearly getting like hit on frequently by other cucks. So it's quite <laughs> possible that she's been screwing around and they separated or they're on a trial separation and the dad is like so depressed that he's now hoarding and like oh, man. holding on to every last piece of like this broken relationship and marriage that he like wishes he was still a part of. So oh, it's man. possible. So maybe it's a order.
1: I need a spinoff about this dad and his marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point the rabbit says Brack to mean Fuck. So I think yeah, that was pretty good. It's his
0: Lobo language. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <Fuck> but,
1: <yeah. laughs> it, but it was Brack, like from Space Ghost. That was, that was the part I liked. Don't take Brack's name in vain.
0: It's spelled differently.
1: I think it was spelled the same. It was just Brack- No, Brack's brack-ing. name
0: is B-R-A-K.
1: What is that one? This,
0: I think, had a C-K.
1: Was it a C? I thought it was a B-R-K-K-I-N-G. He's like, oh, this Bracking uh, cunt or something like that.
0: Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. I, I don't not, know. I'd have to
1: double check. Anyway, I like it. I like the, I like the Brack thing in bunny language uh let's see there was a who watches the watchman graffiti on a wall
0: yeah like I liked all the little references and nods that they were making Mm -hmm. like all the action figures and then uh also when he's when Dexter's taking the dump yeah Bob starts playing on his iPad and uh he watched the show and he he made some uh Trump and E.T. references were thrown in there
1: yeah he's talking about an orange man or something like that yeah yeah, and I I like that uh this rabbit eventually tells Dexter that he is a like a loser on his on the rabbit planet and how he's like a garbage man, and that's why his ship was called the Dustbug. So it's like, oh, it's like a trash ship. So he's just like moving around garbage. I like that part. It reminded me of Venom in that movie where he's like, Oh, Eddie, I'm a I'm a loser Venom on my home planet, so I'll stay here just <laughs> like you. But I, I like that part. Uh, that's all the notes I had about this one. What about you? Anything else?
0: One last thing here that I had noted. So right before the uh, the spaceship crashes down, Dexter looks at this out tel- uh, this telescope that he has in his bedroom. Yeah. And I love the little animation that they did in this because it reminded me so much of the old arcade game Asteroids.
1: What What was that? I don't I'm for- know why.
0: About this. It's just like, it's an old arcade game, so you have to think of like how well, shitty those graphics are. Yeah, I know I know it's what basically like you're a triangle is. ship, and you yeah. shoot like little rocks.
1: Yeah, they're like you're in the center, right? And you just spin around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But wait, I, I don't recall the asteroid thing in the telescope?
0: Yeah, just like the way they animated like the art uh, space. For uh, whatever reason, it, it just reminded me of asteroids.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Like, the ship was
0: nothing at all like it, but... That's what popped into my mind for some reason.
1: Okay, that's cool. Maybe they based their space drawing off of the game Asteroids. Maybe. Maybe. So, what do you think? Would you recommend this book?
0: Yeah, like, if you're trying to get your kid, uh, if you have a kid who's interested in comic books, or you're interested in just teaching them how to read or practice reading, some of the some of the language that was used was a little bit advanced for a kid who's just starting out reading, but I mean...
1: Yeah, They're like mostly
0: going to just be looking at pictures anyway, so I would recommend it for kids, definitely.
1: <laughs> okay, sounds good. I think that it's alright, it had a, I like it kind of reminded me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that these days we don't do enough big humanoid animal things, you know, like we used to. There used to be like street sharks, and there was a...
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: What, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and... Uh, Tomcats. Tomcats, and... There's another one, isn't there Dinosaur People or something? I don't know, something like that. So I I do like that part, it reminded me of Saturday Morning Cartoons. I do think that there is too much narration, that was the negative thing with it. I feel like I don't really know the characters at all after these two issues, just because instead of showing them having a conversation, the narration will just tell us, paraphrase what they said in a conversation. So I I don't know why there's so much use of narration, but that I thought that was a that was a negative I had from that one. But overall, I like the vibe of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't like recommend it for a normal listener who is maybe like drawn to the same filth that Donnie and I are. Yeah. But I mean, definitely, <laughs> if if you got kids or younger people that want to get into reading or, or or just starting out, I definitely think it's a good way to go for for them.
1: All right. Uh, You want to hear a review?
0: Are there? Yeah.
1: Read some some fucking fucking reviews, you cuck. All right. So there was a couple of reviews on Comic Haas for this one. Uh, They're pretty short. Oh, I totally missed that part. Yeah, they have reviews there. You can leave reviews too if you want. But there was one. I'll just read the reviews for the second issue here since it's the latest one. Uh, There's one that's four stars. Title is Ace and the review is Can't Wait for Issue 3. So I'm wondering why it's four stars instead of five. It sounds like a five-star <laughs> review to me.
0: was kind of weird.
1: Yeah. Then the other one was five stars, fun, explanation point. Just as fun as number one. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, the review section they're, wasn't they're,
0: nearly as good as uh nah. normal ones. No. <laughs>
1: Dude, I can't wait for the reviews for the other books here. There's, what was that? What was the Neil Gaiman one? How to Talk to Girls at Parties. There's, girls. There, there, was some, there was some reviews in that one. That one was going to be, I'm excited <laughs> for that. Little teaser there. Oh, man. But we mentioned Mighty Thor first, so I want to talk about that one. So I mentioned Venom and, uh, you know, Venom being a loser on his home planet. And in this next book, All Black the Edge Sword made an appearance air horn wow, yeah wow, there we wow, go wow, wow, wow. that's right so we read the mighty thor volume five the death of the mighty thor so okay you wh- tell me what you thought about this book then
0: <laughs>
1: give me some more <laughs> like thoughts.
0: i said i i uh, struggled so much with this one it was just <laughs> so so long and i could not get into it for whatever reason i don't know why i, I had to keep taking breaks just to like get through it <laughs> i couldn't do it <laughs> Oh man. It was a struggle, man. I, I think it was just because so I, I did personally read this and I don't remember if we did it on like one of the very first times you guest started or not with me. I think I reviewed one for an episode previously when I was just getting into this series. Yeah. And it had some potential. And then I just kinda like fell off of it for whatever reason. And so it kind of jumps to where I have no idea like what's going on in the storyline, which I mean, I know it's a collected volume, and and that shouldn't really factor in, but just because there were so many of these like random Thors just appearing out of nowhere <laughs> and just dicking around in all their own little separate storylines, that was yeah. throwing me off so much. I would just kept jumping from Volsteg as the War Thor to Throg to Jane Foster Thor <laughs> to Odin's son Thor. Like it was Throg. so messing with me.
1: They also had Old Man Thor. They called him King Thor, but it's Old Man Thor.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then they even flashed back to, like, the young, (laughs) his young kid. Um,
1: Yeah, the young Thor, he outdrank a fish man from Atlantis. That's fucking badass. That's fucking bad as fuck.
0: But do fish drink?
1: Uh, They drink water all day to stay alive, I guess, I don't know. There's that expression, drink like a fish. Right, It is an expression, yes, but...
0: I don't think fish drink.
1: <laughs> probably not. It's probably, like, poisonous to them. They they have, like, one drink, and then they pass the fuck out.
0: Well, no, no, I, I mean, like, they don't drink, period. They breathe the water. They don't drink it.
1: Yeah, I guess, but...
0: So comparing your drinking prowess to that of a fish's kind of makes you, like... I know it's supposed to make you, like, this ultimate badass frat bro drinker, but... In my eyes, it kind of makes you, like, the lamest motherfucker of all time. Like, I'm not impressed by that. Go fuck yourself. You're just breathing? Is that what you're telling me?
1: He, he beat a fishman from Atlantis at beer pong. <laughs> that's what right, I want to see. That's, that's,
0: see. That's, yeah, that's way more, bro.
1: Yeah, true. I think it was just uh, issue 700 that was the really long, really confusing issue. And uh, this one has, like, a ton of cameos about all those Thors and everything. It was basically Thor verse and uh
0: Yeah, and also why the fuck were there so many Thors, it!
1: I don't know. Oh man. I've never read any of this Thor book, so I have no fucking idea. But I didn't understand why there was the appearance of All Black the Edge Sword, who turns uh Ego the man planet into Ego the Necro World or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the edgiest planet I've ever seen it it's was so that was true edgy. but i don't understand the point of it like why the fuck was it there why did we have to see that
0: i have no idea it, like it normally baffling. normally if they do some random like shit like that they'll at least have like the little drop box that says see what happened in whatever other issue we're trying to sell while we're promoting this one yeah but they didn't have that at all so there's no like tie-in that they're telling you to go and read in addition to this to, like, get the whole story, so I I don't know what the fuck or why it was happening. (laughs) It was...
1: Yeah, that that issue was very confusing. Like, I had so many fucking notes about this one, about that issue specifically. I I don't know if there was a character named Frigg, or if they said Frigg, but the word Frigg was in there, and I didn't write how, but it reminded me of Randy from Trailer Park Boys, because he'll always say (laughs) Frigg instead of fuck. So I like that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Throg. What the fuck is going on with Throg? It's a frog Thor.
0: Why yes, is it is.
1: Why is there a frog Thor? He has like rain powers too. He makes it like rain over this criminal guy just like in a cartoon like the rain cloud just above his head only and just keeps raining on him. And then he goes and turns himself in. Yeah. Another thing I thought was weird was that you can just talk to Mjolnir and tell it, like, hey, Mjolnir, go check that building over there. And then it'll go yeah, check that building. Yeah, I made building. that note, too. What the like, fuck is I,
0: that? I, I have no recollection of that ever being a thing Mjolnir does. <laughs> where you just have it go and scout for you. <laughs> I know, what like, the hey, fuck? Mjolnir, double check that there's no innocent civilians in here. Okay, good. Now go ahead and destroy the building for me, thanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that?
1: And Mjolnir was, like, floating outside the window... Staring into the hospital bed when Jane Foster is in yeah. the hospital. It's just like standing out there like a sad puppy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> that's what it is. Like, yeah. I wish it had like a little stormy uh, rain crawl over it. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> so we
1: know how sad it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then She Hulk. So I, I don't know how much about She Hulk, but I don't think she has like the same like Hulk curse as Hulk, where she doesn't get angrier and like. Less and less coherent.
1: No, it's totally different than Hulk.
0: And I think, as far as, like, the years go, I think this is before that, like, She-Hulk solo series that we tried reading the once where, like, she got infected and that was kind of messing with her. So I don't know what or why she was so Bruce Banner Hulk-ish in this.
1: I don't know. She wanted to smash, dude.
0: Yeah, she did.
1: I like in this book how the, uh, I think that there was more narration or something, but it was saying we've seen Hulk versus Thor many times before, but this is totally different because this is but never like this. Yeah, Never yeah. like this. It's like, no, it was exactly like this. I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking I, about. I think you just
0: tried to apply that it's because they're females, but no, we've absolutely seen Thor versus yeah. Hulk a thousand <laughs> fucking times. It ends and goes the exact same way yeah. every single time.
1: It does. Trust me. This is totally fucking different than that.
0: The only thing that would have made that little statement better was if they, like, animated a wink face at the end of it. Like, (laughs) wink? You guys get it? Come on!
1: You're in on it! You get it, right? You fucking get it? Okay, so yeah, they fight. I don't remember why or what the purpose was. This book kind of took a while to get into the main story here, I think. Uh, Jane Foster has cancer, and when she turns into Thor, apparently the Thor transformation like wipes out all of her treatment for her cancer. So it just gets worse and kills her. That's kind of the main thing here. So by the end, they're like, if you turn into Thor one more time, you're going to die.
0: Yeah. So I wonder if it'll be like a, the giant hero's reveal at the very end where it's like, Oh no, everyone else is in trouble. I have to do it.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, of course, I mean, you could see that coming like a mile away. And plus the yeah. book is called the death of lady Thor or the death of mighty Thor.
0: Yeah, come on, Mighty
1: Thor. Sorry, <laughs> not Lady Thor. So, I, I don't really read Thor books, but the villain here is called Mangog. So, I think Mangog is fucking badass and metal as fuck. What do you think of Mangog?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. He was just destroying Volstagg and Warthor. Thor. Oh, yeah.
1: It was awesome. He's just like brutally fucking murdering Warthor. He, uh, when he appears, he knocks off Toothnasher's head. Uh, the goat. Oh,
0: all right, yeah, that was the note I had. Was <laughs> poor Toothnasher. He just like swiped his fucking <laughs> yeah. head clean off.
1: It was fucking awesome, oh. man. He was metal as fuck. He just like wrecks everyone's shit. Toothnasher recovered from that decapitation too. Later on.
0: Well, there's there's the second goat tooth grinder. So I don't remember oh. which one it was.
1: There's two goats. I
0: I hope I hope it's Nasher. Okay, okay, so it is then.
1: A... Okay, I guess it's two. All right, fuck.
0: Or maybe maybe since there's 9,000 different universe Thors here in True. this book, maybe there's 9,000 goat pairs as well.
1: That could be it. Mangog eats Warthor's Kamehameha and spits it back at him, and that's how he went. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. I love Mangog. I, I want to see a whole book about this dude. He was great. He just talks shit the entire time, beating the shit out of everybody. It's awesome. Yeah. A lot of this book, and uh, I did like this book, by the way, until the, until the ending of it, but this book reminded me a lot of Amon of Marth songs, and if you remind me of Amunna Marth, then I automatically like it. So I only want to read things that remind me of Amunna Marth. I wrote a bunch of like well, song titles in here, like Fate of Norns. Does,
0: how does every single Thor book ever not just immediately remind you of Amon of Marth songs?
1: I mean, they mostly do. Okay. So, I guess I like Thor, then.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, because isn't Thor a recurring theme in a bunch of their songs, too? It like is. Just the name alone.
1: I wrote, I wrote one. Twilight of the Thunder God. That's one of their songs. Right.
0: So, yeah, so I was gonna say, every Thor thing ever should uh, immediately remind you of a Amarth.
1: Oh, yeah, it's fucking awesome. I love it. Pursuit of Vikings, that's another one. When Mangog was, like, looking around for Thor and shit. It was great. Oh, and uh, they also had a... Team of super soldiers, I guess, called Berserker Squad. What'd you think of Berserker Squad?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was kind of awesome.
1: Like your D&D thing, your Berserker Rage. That's right. They just use that's it where I got it from. too. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. You don't you don't need to save shit in that game.
1: No, I don't think you do. Just, yeah, fucking whatever. Just use it up.
0: Yeah. YOLO. That's that's the theme <laughs> of d and I've learned.
1: Yeah. Alright, what else happened here? Odin looked awesome. He looked like a badass Santa Claus. So I was in, I was into the Odin design.
0: <laughs> uh, I had a note also about Odin. I like how instead of uh, too goddamn many, they keep saying too Odin damn yeah. many. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that part too. Odin, damn you. Yeah. Alright, what else are we doing here? Oh yeah, uh, Baldur and Freya Make an appearance. You may remember them from God of War and from Amunamarth song lyrics. Yep, that was cool. And Hercules was in there too. So
0: yeah, Hercules makes a cameo.
1: I guess I didn't realize that the Greek gods and the Norse gods both live in this universe.
0: Yeah, Hercules is well, one of the West Coast Avengers, but I oh. and Thor will often get like paired up together and random shit. I see. Like Ares, Ares is in it too.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Or he was, he's dead now, but he was.
1: Kratos killed him in the first game. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's how they watch him out. That's what
1: happened. Kratos. Hercules said, it's been a long time, or sorry, he said, it's been far too long since I kissed a Thor. So which Thor did he kiss, do you know?
0: Um, The only other Thor I could think of off the top of my head would be Odin's son.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I want to kind of want to see what happens in that book.
0: That'd be hot. Yeah, yeah
1: let's see that. It's two muscly men. Rolling around together. Be good.
0: Hercules is another one of the characters that'll kind of fuck anything.
1: Oh, okay. So. Nice. Yeah. I want to see him with uh, the goats. Have a threesome with Tooth-Nasher and Tooth-Grinder. Grinder. Hey, a uh, spelled with an R and not an E-R. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just like the app.
1: Exactly. Okay, so to... Save everybody from Mangog. Mangog gets to Asgard. He's, t- he's wrecking everyone's shit.
0: Asgardia.
1: Asgardia. It's Asgard different. is
0: destroyed. This is the new planet. Oh, okay. The new world.
1: Okay, well. Then Asgardia. He gets to Asgardia, and he's wrecking everybody's shit, and then Jane Foster is like, well, I have to turn into Thor one more time, even though it'll kill me. So she does that, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Despite everybody saying the entire volume, like, don't do that, don't do that, you know, beat your cancer, uh, she does it, and she does beat Mangog with the power of love, which fucking whatever. I don't understand why the sun would kill both Mangarg and Mjolnir. I feel like they're both gods. Why, w- why would the sun matter? I, th- I think they could take it. They've been eating Kamehamehas and shit, and like, just like, it's nothing. It doesn't matter.
0: Mjolnir is not a god, it's an inanimate object. It's well, a hammer.
1: Is it inanimate?
0: I mean, I was always under the impression it was well, <laughs> again.
1: This has kind
0: of changed my opinion of everything. So. Sad,
1: sad puppy dog, Mjolnir.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it can feel your pain.
1: Yeah. So, you know, she throws it into the sun and uh, then Jane Foster dies, which, uh, you know, you know, even though it's the power of love, I'm like, okay, this is kind of a Fitting end for this character. I kind of like where it went. I like how we got here, but then she's standing at the gates of Valhalla, which Valhalla sounds fucking awesome. They have bottomless mead, the best mead you ever tasted. That sounds great.
0: My all right. So the one question I have about Valhalla. Mm-hmm. All right, so limitless alcohol. Yeah, kind of sounds awesome. But if you're dead and like you're in the spirit world and you're in your like heaven. Why do you have to dick around wasting time eating feasts and drinking limitless alcohol? Because it's a fun. waste of my time. I don't want to spend eternity, like, doing bullshit like that.
1: Eating and drinking?
0: Like, yeah, fuck that. Why? I want to, like, spend the rest of eternity, like, fucking and napping and, like, <laughs> killing.
1: So you, you like, like I got the... a
0: warrior's death. I want to fucking kill for eternity. I don't want to have to take time to, like, shit and piss and, like... Go back to eating and wash my hands, like fuck that. Well, That's too I, much work. That's I don't a think you. I
1: don't think you have to do all the other shit. Like the, I, I feel like you probably won't have to shit and piss unless you want to. Well, why
0: do I have to eat then and
1: drink? Because it's fun. Cause it's not eat delicious food. It's fucking great. That's why everybody likes eating food, don't they? Yeah, but not
0: as like your heavenly fucking reward for like a a hero, hero's death and a job well done at life.
1: You wouldn't want to drink all day for the rest of eternity. That's what I do in real life now. I mean, it's not like a. <laughs> but this reward. is bottomless. That's like, a, that's
0: like a. That's like a Tuesday after. Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon for me. Okay,
1: so let's let's put it this way then. They have a bottomless steel reserve. How do you feel about it now?
0: All right, <laughs> all right, all right. So that would be my heaven, but I mean, yeah. I'm saying I don't want to have to drink. Period. Like you just want to be, be drunk. If you're if you're a Viking hero who died like on a battlefield. Your heaven should just be endless fucking murder fields for you to just plow through and just decapitate the shit out of everything in your way. Like, (laughs) that seems like that's the perfect, like, Viking god heaven. Why the fuck are they wasting their time eating and drinking?
1: It's a feast. You get to feast with all the warriors past. It's great. It sounds to me like you want the jihad heaven with, like, the... Seventy-two virgins. You mentioned yeah, fucking. That's
0: that's why. That's why. That's my religion.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Valhalla sounds great. Jane Foster also thinks so, but she can't bring herself to enter the gates of Valhalla. And Thor and Odin use a uh, tempest. I don't know what the fuck tempest is, but it's some lightning thing. They like use those uh, like a defibrillator. To bring Jane back to the living world. So, this is where I hate this book now. Is because they built up this ending where it's like, yeah, Jane Foster has to make this uh, ultimate sacrifice to stop Mangog because he's too badass. And then they just take it all back by doing this. So, fuck this ending.
0: No, if you were foolish enough to think that they were actually going to kill off one of their more marketable characters that's on you that's your own what do you mean foolishness right there at
1: least for a while bring her back later why take it back in the no. next fucking issue fuck that
0: cuz she's one of their top female avengers like you got to market your shit to like how you can sell it to the mainstream and they get some praise for like being a little bit diverse now there's no way they're going to jeopardize that by killing off one of their top female character heroes you can pair her up with the new Miss Marvel and the new Spider-Man and on the new Avengers, and there you go. Print money.
1: Don't call it the Death of Thor, then.
0: It's the Death of the Mighty Thor, because it's the end of that series.
1: Call it the Death of death of Mjolnir. Or call it like Mangog fucks everyone's shit up. Or something like that. Like I don't know why you'd call it the Death of the Mighty Thor, and then just take it back in the last issue. I don't know, man. I, w- I didn't like that. I really liked this book up until then come on we had this real like somber moment in valhalla with her just looking in at the gates uh she doesn't want to accept her death but maybe she has to because that's what was needed of her but but no they're just like oh yeah fucking here here you go just lightning now you're alive again i didn't like it hmm. took me out of it sorry yeah sorry yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> I'm just checking if I have any more notes. I don't think I had any more. Yeah, fuck the ending. Jane Foster was wearing a straight out of chemo shirt, like a straight yeah, out of Compton album. I had that note. Yeah, that was cool. Listen to a Marth. and uh, yeah, that's about it. Do you have anything else about this book?
0: Oh yeah, and Loki. Loki was in it too. Oh yeah. Of
1: yeah, Loki's father is a frost giant or something in this one. That's right. I totally forgot about Loki because that ending pissed me off so much. Why does Loki look just like a person, and his father is like an ogre?
0: I don't know. He inherited more of his mother's traits. Yeah. Oh, Hela! Hella made an appearance too. Her and Thanos.
1: Oh, that's right. Hela and Thanos are banging. About that part. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, that was good. I'd watch that. Oh, well,
0: we saw we saw that in that one Thor book that we read.
1: Did we? I forgot about that.
0: The the male we read the Odin's son the Thor
1: un- unworthy Thor that one
0: yeah I yeah I, yeah that was it
1: i guess i forgot about that. oh one. shit
0: and that was where the warthor like first made his appearance at the end of it wasn't it
1: was i can't remember mark. yeah maybe i thought warthor someone looked go, pretty someone awesome go
0: listen to that episode right yeah. now <laughs> and then tweet us at your ass HPT pod and let us know yeah
1: yeah we really really need to know i i liked warthor i thought he was cool are you ready for a review
0: you know i am you cook
1: read some fucking reviews you cook let me pull it up. Okay. So I just pulled one review here. It's two stars. The title is Finally the End of Jane Thor Story. Can we get to the War of the Realms now? Good ending to the Jane Thor saga. Again, the original Thor plays a backseat to Jane. Hope this is the last issue of that nonsense. And now the writer gets to the War of the Realms story, which has been stalled for the last couple of years. And that was all. I guess it's not this. This guy really doesn't like Lady Thor. No, it's nonsense. something. Yeah, I guess so. All right, that was it. So, let's uh move on here. We got one more book to talk about. What's a transition?
0: Speaking of ladies from outer space and other planets and space and gods and stuff, there was a lot of ladies talking weird nonsense about that in this.
1: Yeah, airhorn. That's right. Um, <laughs> airborne. So we we read how to talk to girls at parties. Well, alright, what what did you think of this one?
0: I liked the illustrations.
1: The art was cool.
0: Yes. Lots of cool colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was weird.
1: It was weird. Like. So I
0: alright, so I don't know. This is just what I'm assuming. It was, but it could be 100% wrong. Yeah. But like every single female character. So, all right, never mind. We'll start from the beginning. So, okay. Main character is this guy named N, who's supposed to be 15, even though he's drawn as if he's like a 30 year old dude. (laughs) Like, he does does. not look like a 15 year old kid. Yeah. And I've never heard the name N. Like,
1: yeah, it's somewhere in
0: England. So, I don't know if it's like a common British name. I've never heard it in anything I've ever read or seen with British characters. So I don't know if it's short for like Enos, maybe, or if it's an actual name.
1: I have no idea. I've never seen it either. Okay. Yeah.
0: So his buddy Vic, who's like a a real handsome, striking ladies' man kind of guy, invites him to this party so they can go and chit-chat with girls. They go to an all-boys boarding school, so he's like, all right, yeah, let's go. And every girl that he randomly talks to at this party... It's just they talk complete nonsense and gibberish, and, like, one of them is kind of like a a space alien girl who's just talking about, like, a creator letting her out into the world. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's crazy.
1: Oh, man. You know, a transition could have been speaking of nonsense, because, like, these these girls are just speaking nonsense. I'll play the air horn again, but they were speaking total nonsense in this book.
0: The, The one spoke in, like, all poems.
1: Yeah, so there was a girl whose name was Troilet.
0: Troilet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't know. I was calling, I think it was something different. I think it was like... Troilet? Troilet, maybe. But it looks like toilet with an R. So I'll just call her toilet. You're talking about the red hair one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like talking about a poem or something. She starts saying it to N, and he's like getting lost in the poem or whatever. And that's when he gets cock blocked by his buddy, Vic. Uh, well, I guess we're really skipping ahead on that that's one. Kind of yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll, let's come back to that one. So, they, Vic and Anne are trying to go to this party. They're feeling thirsty. So, they want to talk to girls and try and get some. Vic is a really handsome dude who's good with ladies. Ann is, you know, like you said, kind of a loser looking guy. And he's kind of like hunched over. He's like shy. He doesn't like talking to girls because he doesn't know how. They go to this party, but Vic doesn't have the directions, so he's just kind of guessing and they kind of just follow the music to find a party, which was the wrong party, but there's all these <laughs> girls there, and so they go in yeah, anyway.
0: So that makes it the right party.
1: Yeah, so probably better than whatever they were doing, or worse. But Vic immediately starts talking to the hottest girl at the party, which and uh, said when they were on their way, you'll be off snogging the prettiest girl at the party as soon as we get there. I like that word I snogging. I read that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get, you're going to get snogged girl. <laughs> oh man, that's gross. Uh, anyway, so he goes upstairs <laughs> with, with the hottest girl at the party Ends feeling jealous. He talks to these other girls. Um, at one point, this girl lays on his shoulder and then Vic comes in and cock blocks him. He's like, Hey, N, come here. What a fucking asshole. You know, he's just like, Hey, yeah. we're at the wrong party, but it's all right. You should go talk to girls. He's like, I was you fucking asshole. What are you cockblocking yeah, like, for?
0: Vic is a dick. Like yeah. fuck that guy. He doesn't do him twice.
1: Yeah, and that time he was totally cool. He didn't. He didn't care about anything. You know, he's just like, hey man, just letting you know, wrong party. But let's stay at the party, and we're gonna keep having a party. We're like, just gonna keep no doing what we're doing. That you
0: have to call him away, either. You could just walk yeah. over to him. You're yeah, not you doing fucking anything, dick. and whisper it to him. Yeah. Or you could just shut it from across the fucking room. No one cares.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I I, th- I thought that was a fucking. So, and why did N even bother? I'd just be like, "Hey, fuck, fuck off!" Like, give him a hand motion, like, "Fuck yeah, you!" Like,
0: clearly, I'm not going to get up and come talk to you, man. Yeah, fuck off.
1: Yeah, that's fucked. Y- you come here, asshole. I got a I got a thing going on here. I got some girl so, crying on my shoulder.
0: One of my main notes that I have here is about that situation with that girl, the second girl. Yeah. So. She spits some very cannibal corpse esque like song title lyrics here that I wrote down in my sort of Yeah, let's
1: hear it.
0: So she's the one who's talked about how she was like released by a parent teacher, is what she could refer to it as. And she wrote parent or she said parent teacher engulfed me and I was here. Embodied in a decaying lump of meat hanging on a nice. frame of calcium. And that one just <laughs> immediately made me think of uh, entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt for some reason. Well, like it's yeah. kind of right on par with that. As far as like borderline corpse titles go.
1: It's very detailed. Yeah. It's very vivid. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. So what? Then when Vic or no, when uh, Anne goes back to that girl, she's like immediately talking to some other dude. So you yeah, missed his nah. chance. Fucking Vic. Fuck you, Vic. And Vic goes up to snog the pretty lady, I guess. And that's when Stella. he talks to, yeah, Stella. That's when he talks to Troilet. Troilet's talking about poems and shit. And does the poem thing? Starts whispering him this poem. He starts like tripping out and like floating away or something. And during this time, Vic comes and cockblocks him again. Uh, This time, like he
0: even kissed her. He even kissed toilet. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, she was she was all right. Then
0: Vic comes in.
1: Vic comes in, cockblocks him. It's like, hey, we got to get out of here. There's something going on here. And uh, you see at the top of the stairs, Stella has like an evil glare at them as they're running out the door she's like
0: on she's basically she's the dark phoenix at this point in time she's like on fire oh
1: yeah <laughs> i was wondering i'm like what the fuck is she is she like a fire demon like i can't figure out what these people are are they demons are they poems are they uh aliens they're girls. they're, they're just, just girls,
0: girls. <laughs> like she's an angry girl I, I think that's kind of what it was
1: is is that all it was i, I think because it, it's a
0: 15-year-old kid who doesn't know or understand how to talk to girls. Well, and It's like they're they're complete different creatures that he can't understand. I think that's the whole point of this narration, was kind of like trying to explain that.
1: Really? You think it was just nothing that, going on? That's how I
0: took it. I don't know. I, like I said, I could be 100% incorrect on that guess, but that's kind of just how I took it.
1: I thought these girls but were she like... She wasn't
0: actually a girl on fire. That oh. is not... Yeah. She was just so angry at whatever the fuck Vic did while snogging her. Maybe he didn't have a rubber, <laughs> and he came inside her.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Like, that's but my guess. They,
1: they run away as far as they can, and Vic is, like, in tears because of uh, whatever happened. And it's not revealed to us what happened, so... I, I mean, would you be in tears about that? I, I mean, it's probably, like, more, like, funny. Right? I mean, I don't know.
0: Oh, you don't know what's <laughs> going on with dick, Vic's dick. Like, he's, he's covered oh. in the HPV. Maybe and he knew he just gave it to her, and he's like, "You know what? I can't keep going on doing this to other fifteen-year-old <laughs> girls. I'm a monster." Or maybe she he said, stop.
1: "Maybe she was angry that he had like a baby dick or something." That could put you in tears.
0: It always puts me in tears. With every girl <laughs> I've ever been with, when they mention it to me,
1: yeah. What about uh Troilet though? Do you think Troilet was just a girl?
0: I don't think she was spitting in poem like that. I think it was just she was saying something kind of pretty and you just couldn't understand it. Really? The same with the girl who was like like an underwater creature that had been released for the night. Like, I don't think she was actually speaking that kind of crazily broken English or anything. I think it was just that it was supposed to be that it was a kid who just could not for the life of him understand what these girls were talking about. That, that's how I interpreted this. I don't know. I could be wrong.
1: Uh, That's just how I took it. I don't know. Maybe Stella put a finger in Vic's butt, and he wasn't ready for it.
0: Why would he cry?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Wait,
0: but she was the one who got pissed off at Vic. Why would that upset her?
1: Because maybe that's what she's into, and she didn't like that he ran away. She was really into it, but... Vic was like, "Nah," and then he runs away and cockblocks. Uh, well, fuck Vic if he's cockblocking people for because if these aren't aliens or demons or universes in girl form, then why is he cockblocking? Then he should just run away by himself. I feel like it's weird that he would get N if it wasn't something like supernatural. Because I would just be like, "All right, I'm leaving. See you, bye." And just you could yeah, like,
0: yeah, you don't need to. A- Take your dude with you to go home.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know what the fuck happened at the, by the end of this book, but your interpretation is interesting. I thought it was some sort of aliens or something. I, I had very few notes on this one. This one was just, I think I talked about everything I wanted to. This book was really short. Yeah, it was. I was into it. It was It was a good read, I guess, but by the end, I'm like, I, I don't fucking know. We don't get any closure in this book.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of however you took it. Like, I thought it was just, they, they made a point, like, it's even titled, like, he doesn't know how to talk to girls. And yeah. they keep mentioning that, and they keep trying, Vic keeps trying to talk him into, like, trying to talk to girls. So I just took it as, like, it's just a kid who has no idea, like, how to communicate with them or hmm. get on their level. That's, that's how I interpreted it.
1: Okay. Now, I thought it was, like, ghosts or demons or ghouls or poems or something that were in girl form all right well maybe different interpretations i guess i guess i recommend reading it it's an easy read it's like intriguing but don't expect any closure i guess
0: yeah and uh the artist team i forget their names i didn't write it down i can look it up in a second but yeah i i I love the artwork in this it's really good
1: yeah it is I, i i enjoyed that too okay anyway you ready for some reviews
0: you cook, yeah.
1: Yeah, read Please some so fucking reviews, reviews, you cook. I I had a lot of reviews about uh, this one here because they they had quite a few on Amazon and some of them are pretty good. I'll start with this one here because I'll start with a couple short ones. Uh, one star, misleading. Uh, what does that say? Listimg.
0: It's like listing?
1: list list i m g. Yeah, listing. <laughs> but I'm trying to read the typo. <laughs> All right. This person says, "I didn't realize this was in comic book format." Bah. And That's all.
0: It's a graphic novel. Yeah. What, what? What could you have possibly thought
1: it was? Maybe. you Maybe you thought, you it, thought was a it was book. an actual yeah. like novel. Probably. Dumb. Uh, another one was one star. Disappointing. This was not what I was expecting, and that was it. Here's another one. There's a lot of one star reviews here, which is what I like. <laughs> I, <so. laughs> I was assuming this one was
0: going to have a ton of one oh, or yeah. five stars. Like, there's no middle ground with this one. It did have, you have didn't a lot like of. Like hate it.
1: Yeah, I just got the one star one, so I didn't read the five star one. Uh okay, one star. He's going to rewrite this because now he's a new found. And the the uh review goes, he's going to write this because now he's a newfound hero of the always triggered, always offended, mentally disturbed social justice warriors. As an author, he's dead to me. Damn. What? Uh I don't fucking know. That was a weird one though. I mean
0: I don't I'm know. triggered. It's supposed to be, it took place back in like the late 70s or early 80s, they said. And they kept, they made a bunch of references to like music that was big in England at that time.
1: Yeah, they did. I
0: remember, I didn't know all of them, but...
1: The Ramones, maybe? I don't
0: know if he's talking about social justice, I have no idea what the fuck this guy's talking about with social justice lawyers. He doesn't say anything offensive in this entire story. Yeah, I don't know. Or derogatory to either sex, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: Yeah, I don't know either, this is... These reviews are just as confusing as this book, to be honest here. (laughs) It's so so fitting. How can they be three
0: things at once? I know.
1: What the fuck? Uh, I had one more here, and it's one star. Terrible. This book is a pure example of misogynistic culture we live in. I'm highly disappointed that such a big name as Neil Gaiman would write something like this. It really shows that this book was created by men. Men who know nothing about teenage girls. Men who sexualize women, in this case, teenage girls. Men who think it's okay to vilify women and perpetrate the belief that all females are evil temptresses. This is 2017. Misogyny is no longer welcome. And it's about time publishing houses stopped spreading misogyny through works such as this one. I I didn't think so this was... I
0: think they took it literally like you did. Really? In that, I think they did because they're saying... It demonized the wo- or demonized the women, which I assume she's talking about the one who was on fire Phoenix style.
1: Yeah. I guess. So I guess it's
0: all <laughs> open to your interpretation of it. Like, I just took it as it was an angry girl who got upset about something that happened when they were upstairs.
1: Huh. Th- this book is uh, very divisive, I guess. I guess, you know, people really have a lot of different thoughts about it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of why I think people should read it. It's, so, it's really weird. It's a really fucking weird book. Check it out. Misogyny, I guess, too. Temptresses are in this book. They're tempting you to read.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. There you go. <laughs> All I right. Won. Yeah. Speaking of temptations. I'm sure you felt no temptation to watch the new episode of The Walking Dead. Right, I was, <laughs> was going to
0: ask where you were going with that one. Were there a lot of tempting uh, sneak no. peaks or something?
1: No, there was, there was lack of tempt going on when it comes to Walking Dead.
0: And to answer your question, you are correct. Yeah. Zero temptation.
1: Zero temptation. Alright, so, welcome to The Walking Dead Update.
0: <laughs> I couldn't remember how that one went. I'm glad you're yeah, yeah. saying these for me. Now. I'll, I'll put them in there.
1: <laughs> Going back no, the curtain. No, leave,
0: leave yours. Leave your uh, voice over versions. This is awesome. <laughs>
1: oh, I, no, but I reworked the uh, the the thing. I want it in there. All right. Anyway, so in this episode, we finally see Michonne after a long time. The last couple episodes, she hasn't been in there, but she's she's hanging out in the in this episode. Also, we see Aaron again, and Aaron's beard is fucking beautiful, man. You should you should really check out Aaron's beard. I love that beard. It's great. Mm, nice. Yeah. So that that if you're that speaking of temptation,
0: that's the one temptation right <laughs> yeah, there.
1: Exactly. Carl too did in fact follow the whisperers and found Lydia and somehow beat Daryl, deaf girl, and dog to the whisperers. I don't know how because how? they left what? way way before him clearly
0: maybe maybe dog like got distracted by a duck or a bird or a yeah. squirrel and they had to chase it down <laughs> for like an hour and a half out of the way
1: maybe maybe that happens yeah it could be the dog is probably just fucked up beta finally shows up and yes
0: uh, all right there's the temptation right there yeah there we go i do want to see i do want to see how he does this beta
1: beta was a. Uh, he's all right he seems pretty he hasn't been doing much he's just been like pushing carl to around like hey go over there He's very tall in this one, so they still kept that part, but he seems very skinny. He seems, like, much skinnier than he did in the book.
0: Really? Man, but he's Gary Bertier from Remember the Titans. He doesn't have his, like, linebacker physique still?
1: I didn't think so. To me, he felt a little bit long and uh, not too thick. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, he has a cool beard under his uh, that, it that it comes beard. up under his uh, wh- uh, whisperer mask. That was pretty cool.
0: I don't know how familiar you are with that actor but just Google search his uh, sons of anarchy beard it is the greatest of beards okay born on. let me I uh, hope it's the exact same beard still
1: all right i'll check it out what's what's the dude's name again
0: ryan hurst or just oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, sons of anarchy op
1: oh okay okay i see it yeah that's good that's a good beard so is yeah still
0: basically that
1: it's basically that he's just wearing a walker mask that doesn't awesome. cover his beard so his beard can grow <laughs> that's, out. <laughs> that's important.
0: Yeah, I would not want to cover up my beard either. <laughs> Got to let it breathe.
1: It's cool. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. He's wearing an excellent leather trench coat too, so that's pretty cool.
0: Oh God, I'd be I'd be dying of sweat <laughs> in that thing.
1: I know. I like wearing those like, skin masks. How, how
0: does the stink of like man sweat not like overcome like the dead smell? Oh uh, dude. Like I would think they would start to realize that this is just some sweaty ball sack not like a dead corpse i know next to them and just immediately kill him
1: i don't know how they pull this off i also had a note in here that said you're definitely catching something if you bang one of these people like carl too trying to bang lydia he's gonna catch just the worst strain of aids and fucking die of it immediately these people are disgusting like they're just all covered they they do
0: always wear rubbers (laughs) <laughs> that's the one thing. What, like, that's the one human. They human have the... That's the one human part of them. Still condoms.
1: They, they just like. You, are you talking about? They take dick skin and put it over their dick yeah. from the walkers. Yeah.
0: cannibal. <laughs> they take a zombie dick skin, and just wrap it up. You know, safety first. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> they're, they're just walking aids, basically.
1: Yeah. These people are gross. Carl, too, is really making a big mistake here. He should have just, like, left it (laughs) alone. (laughs) In the comics, Uh, you just don't get the sense of how disgusting these people are as well in the comics, because it's, like, in black and white and stuff. But, man, you see, like, these actors on screen just, like, rolling around in dirt and, like, uh, probably just, like, shitting where they're also cutting up animals to eat and stuff, like, in the same Oh, no, I'd be shitting
0: as I'm walking in the horde.
1: Oh yeah, sure. They probably just got to shit their pants just cuz they can't stop. It's fucking gross, man. These people are fucking I can't believe they haven't been just died of disease and of of the filth that they're living in. It's it's impossible, dude. It's gross. Alright,
0: uh, now I am now I am actually tempted to just check out an episode just to see.
1: Just check um, out the latest one. <laughs> of they are. It's fucking gross. I, I I don't know, man. I just kept thinking about it like how gross everyone looks.
0: They're all going to they probably all have dysentery.
1: Oh yeah for sure they do they i I can't imagine the amount of problems that they're having just the the with the disease hmm. Ugh. anyway interesting, yeah
0: because they don't do they not they don't steal from like uh supermarkets and get like first aid supplies do they
1: I don't imagine so they don't appear to have many supplies they just sort of they appear to just be hunting as they're walking. And, like, they'll kill an animal or something and then just take it back with them. Because you see them, like, cutting up animals on the disgusting, muddy floor. And, uh, I, I assume just eating it just straight from there. They're eating worms and shit just right out of the ground. So, it, it's gross, man. It's really gross. Going back to Beta, though, Beta is at least a foot taller than everybody else. So, that's pretty cool. And in
0: Well, because the... in the book, they do make mention that... Beta was, like, a big college basketball star. Yeah. So he's got to have that gigantic... Giganticism disease.
1: Yeah, he... I'm sure he does. But they have people standing on, like, various numbers of Apple boxes when he's in the scene. So, like, he looks... His height seems to vary depending on the shot. So from shot to shot, his height kind of changes. Because he's, like, too tall. It's hard to fucking deal with. Because Alpha... (laughs) Alpha is clearly pretty short. So her talking to Beta like getting that shot framed correctly, you got to like put her on Apple boxes and shit and like just varying numbers. So I I feel like I I was noticing the height changes from shot to shot here.
0: (laughs) I would think that they're putting him on Apple. I don't know how tall he is,
1: but uh,
0: he's not, he's not like basketball player height in real life. He's like maybe six feet ish. I'm
1: guessing maybe he's also on varying Apple boxes.
0: That's kind of what I'm guessing.
1: But when he's walking with the other whisperers, he's like a foot taller than everybody else, so maybe they're putting him on stilts or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Platform, platform shoes. shoes, yeah. Or something. Yeah, something like that. What else do we have here? Oh, Alpha gets challenged by another whisperer because of the uh the whole snafu with Lydia and them going back together. It's like we never went back for people. Not, you know, you're not fit to lead. And uh Alpha talks a bunch of shit and then takes. Uh, I guess piano wire or something, or razor wire, and oh, totally yes. totally decapitates this challenger, and then gives the head to her boyfriend who is standing there. So the boyfriend's like holding her head, and then he stabs. She stabs the boyfriend. <laughs> so she's pretty fucking metal in this one. The, Jeez, the decapitation awesome. was good. That was a great decapitation.
0: So I just Google searched it. The actor is six four, so he is actually a bit tall. Oh, okay, yeah. Tall.
1: So he's got a, he's got a bit of height, but I don't think quite as. Tall as he's, uh, but, but that that's portrayed. definitely
0: not good basketball player height. That's like a no. small two guard at best.
1: I think he's still wearing platform shoes, probably, because uh, I think he looks taller than six four. So I like that piano wire thing. That was fucking metal. What else do we have here? Okay, and then at the end of this episode, Beta brings Carl two to Lydia, tells uh tells Lydia or Alpha tells Lydia, hey, stab Carl two. Remember whose side you're on? And I'm like, yeah, fucking do it. Kill Carl, too. Fuck Carl, too. <laughs> and then then Daryl comes in wearing a Whisperer mask and saves them and gets them out of there. They bring Lydia and Carl out. Wait, did out. the
0: show when Daryl gets the Whisperer mask? You're no, right?
1: they didn't. He just no. had one. That was convenient. That was lucky. Yeah, I'm sure he found a whisper and murdered them or something.
0: Or he found a zombie and skinned it alive to take its mask.
1: No, I, I doubt it. I, th- I feel like, well, I don't know. Maybe. Could have gone either way. It seemed like a convenient mask, though. It seemed like there was some work put into it. Then the last thing I had, this is my favorite part, is uh, Eugene is a huge cuck. And he made a bunch of charts and graphs uh, weighing the pros and cons of becoming a cuck with Rosita's <laughs> baby. <laughs> he, made, no like, he made like a swoot analysis and like Venn diagrams and shit about like the <laughs> pro- <laughs> And then I he's like showing they them they
0: have like X number of like Paper supply and poster yeah. board remaining and he's wasting it on his cuck holding uh
1: short diagram. So fucking awesome. He's showing this to Gabe. So Gabe is the bull. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was thinking like, okay, so Gabe is the bull, because Gabe is uh with Rosita in this one. Wait, Gabe's with Rosita? Yeah, but it's Siddix baby, so Sadiq? Gabe Siddiq, whatever it is. It's Siddiq's baby. So wait, what is is the bull? Is that an actual term? What does yeah, that mean? that's like the 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 dude who's uh doing it's the bagging. the banging. dude who's
0: fucking the yeah, girl yeah, yeah. who used to be the cuckold's wife?
1: It's the girl who's fucking the cuckold's wife while the cuckold watches. Or the dude who's fucking the cuckold's wife, sorry. That's what it is here. So we're learning more vocabulary. Man. And then later in the, in the episode, Gabe is kind of like going back and forth like, oh, you know, I don't know. And, uh, Eugene is like you guys love each other you got to be together be together you know after he shows them all those charts and graphs and shit and then later in the episode I guess what they're arguing or so I don't know what their relationship is Gabe and Rosita but anyway they see each other again and they like kind of smile and they're like all right let's go inside and so they go in the house and then it's like cut to Eugene looking on like nodding his head in approval (laughs) like no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious, oh, dude. It's, Eugene is really leaning into this like cuckold thing. It's fucking hilarious. He's literally <laughs> watching them like be together.
0: Well, the pros outweigh the cons.
1: I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that was it. That was my favorite part. Was the uh, Eugene getting cucked really hard in this episode? It's like I, I feel bad about it at this point.
0: It's it's so funny because it's so sad. I know. Like, Mjoln- sad Mjolnir is like hovering around him in this episode.
1: Yeah, sad puppy doug Fucking Eugene. Also, you're you're big on memes.
0: You need to make sad Mjolnir a new thing as a meme we're going to start tweeting out every single time there is like some sad news.
1: <laughs> I think you're supposed to just press F to pay your respects. What? People like to just post uh F, the letter F to when sad news happens. Because of some Call of Duty game where they, on PC, it's like, you have to walk up to, you're at a funeral, you have to walk up to the casket, and in order to progress through the game, you have to, like, press a button to pay your respects to the dead body or whatever in the game. So it's really stupid. It's like, press F to pay respects. And so everybody just does that now. But Sad Mjolnir could do it.
0: Will someone tweet us a Samuel near meme yeah. and make address HBT pod.
1: Please, I want to see it. We'll start using it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Alright. You got anything else to talk about today?
0: Uh no.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I couldn't think if there was anything.
1: Into the Spider-Verse came out on video, so I downloaded that and watched it again yesterday. And that movie is really fucking good. And I'm going to put that on Dropbox for you as soon as I can. And we got to talk about that one.
0: You mean you purchased it from your local retailer and you will send me the share copy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I did not get it from the pirate Dot store. Yeah. Dot org. Yeah. I paid money for it. Legitimate purchase.
0: Yes. Legitimate
1: purchases. all For an awesome movie. It was so good. That's that's, that's was how so good it was. It
0: was so good you paid Dropbox.com or Pirate Bay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I paid them. Paid them all. All right, anyway. So yeah, let's, I do want to watch it. Yeah, we'll try to talk about that one next week, I think. That one is really good. But uh, before we do that, you know, I'll, I'll let you watch it before we talk about it. Okay, well, what do you want to read for next week, then?
0: Let me double-check what the actual title of it is. I'm in a game. One will
1: suck. What, are you playing games? yes what game are you playing
0: I think we've been over this before that I just sit here playing a game on my phone the entire time I forgot what game is it I'm not checking my notes oh it's this uh, DC Legends game oh okay so for next week we got a uh, we actually got a suggestion this time from at YT on twitter yeah they reached us at Pod, where you can tweet us your suggestions as well it's the, uh, I don't know if it was Steve or Sean. They're the only two that run that YouTube channel. One of them suggested that we read some Kickass, and so they didn't have a specific volume in mind for us. It says we just read hit girl volume one, which is kind of a continuation from the final of mm-hmm. it, of uh Kickass, I think instead of starting from the beginning, which I assume is just that movie, we're going to go ahead and read volume six, the, f- the finale of the series or the finale of that run. Just kind of pick it up from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've all seen the movie, so let's see how that story kind of ends, because uh, we all know how it begins from the movie. I assume it's pretty uh, similar. I would imagine. Yeah.
0: And then the other thing we're going to check out, we wanted to do this back in, what was that month where we did all the band stuff? Was that October? Oh, man. That was in Giraffe-tober, was it? No, that
1: was I, know, I think that was before Giraffe-tober. Do so we ago. have a name for that? Was there a name for that one? No, that was like where I kept using Jamie Josta drops, so whatever whatever okay. that was.
0: All uh, right, so I, I didn't know if we had to call a title for it, but uh, we're going to read The Nine Rings of Wu-Tang, which I was finally able to secure.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. I'm excited for that one.
0: Yeah, they're nothing to fuck with, I've been told.
1: There's a whole song about it, yeah. Okay, so do we just want to read those two then, or should we do a third one?
0: I mean, that's up to you. If you want to pick one as well, you can. It's only uh, three. It's only adding one more. I don't really care. Okay. It's all how busy you are.
1: All right. Well, yeah. Let's just do it. I, I think this one, this book, just came out the other day, so it seems new. So let's let's do it. I guess. Uh, I want to read the Weatherman, which is a new book by Image Comics. So this one is called, yeah, The Weatherman, Volume One. That's it. wonder if there was a the. So we'll see image comics all around i think this week right is that that wu-tang book is image Shit. yeah
0: that one was image
1: fuck man we got got a fucking image party going on here
0: we Need a, we need to start getting sponsored by them
1: yeah please give us a sponsor <laughs> well all right then so follow me on the internet at d Lewandowski.
0: i'm at D Stu the god we're at giraffes hbt pod on twitter and facebook Right, patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues.
1: Good job. Oh, okay. Shit, I almost had two at the end there.
0: <laughs> you didn't say it in time, and I got nervous and panicked oh, man. I almost added pot <laughs> at the end.
1: Uh, so I think he just saved it then.
0: <laughs> All right. Cut that out and post. Oh, we'll see. Soundclaw.com slash Daniel Burbank. Everything will be linked in the description below. Kirkman.
1: Kirkman style.
0: Drops will be back next week.
1: Oh, yeah. They're, 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 I forgot about the drop. Uh, Tech Teardown. Here's a drop. Thank you for the submission.
0: Um, you can find them again at Twitter, Tech Teardown YT, slash Tech Teardown. Thank you this week to Stu Aaron's at Stu parents Yeah. And Comic Hoss for the, uh, what was his name? Megatomic Battle, Make
1: Atomic 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 battle Rabbit.
0: Yes. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah. So with that, we'll see you next week.
0: Bye.